to Fire Away, the finale, Seriously Funny Conversations, the podcast where we catch up on things that make us laugh and things that make us human. We are Matt Bays and Leslie Robbins, and today we are going to talk about Ridges of Madison County, what you've all been waiting for. <laughs> we rewrite wedding songs. <laughs> oh, repurposed wedding songs, yes. Doing what makes you happy. Mm-hmm, yeah. Screw everyone else. I remind Matt to lean into it. Yes, you did. And I am leaning on the everlasting arms. We recap some boys to men songs. Sparkler of the year. Dun, dun, dun. Mamaw Tiny makes an appearance. This is mom, Carol. Oh, a rundown on Carol Evans. Get yes. ready. A drunk man on Frontier Airlines that I got to sit next to. Double Tito's, please. <laughs> And it makes me a little bit nervous. You are? And just be like regular. Okay. And be like a regular McDonald's. <laughs> Hamburger fries and a Diet Coke. <laughs> what the heck are you eating? Oh, regular you are not McDonald's. prepared. This is not Wait. like you. I'm eating yeah. a bar. I'm hungry, girl. It's 11-17. On the 23rd of December. What is the temperature out? Uh, here it's negative you know? like two. Negative four degrees. We are all dressed up for the finale. This is a lot of pressure on the finale. I know. We need to act like it's not the finale. But you feel like, well, I want to make sure we talk about things that we should talk about for a finale that make it finale-ish. But finales are always bad. Mm -hmm. People always try to make them finale-ish. Yep. Think of Seinfeld finale. Oh, yeah. Cosby show. I sent you the message. They played Boys to Men. It's so hard to say goodbye. And I was in the fifth grade and ugly cried about it. How do I say goodbye to what we had? Good times <laughs> then made a slam run away the bed. So I'll say with me the memory I don't know the words be my sunshine after the rain it's It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday that was so good thank you I mean just clearly the fifth member of Boys to Men and I'll take, 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 take. All that? I would love it. Loved it. Love Boys of Man, still do to this day. Man, that song. End of the Road, One Sweet Day. I never liked End of the Road. It was one that I was just kind of like, just kind of, I didn't really care about that one. One Sweet Day, oh God. Yeah. yeah. We've, we and we they, did a whole episode about that. They also had another song called, um, <laughs> This Now I Did the Word. Something about uh, let's now wait till the water <gasps> runs dry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We'll make the biggest mistake of our lives. Don't do it, baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the second verse, he goes, now. Oh, I want to do. <laughs> he does this huge diet run. Ow. 
God, I can't wait to do this story. We're going to, it's going to be like just boys and men songs just over and over. (laughs) Then they got real sexual. Did they? Uh, Yeah. I'll make love to you like you love me to. Well, that's not super sexual, though. I mean, that's just, I'll make love to you. Shut that's up. Not it like, is. Well, when you think about WAP. Back in those days, though. I mean, it was kind of like, oh. Risque. You better I'll go. Make but love now, now it's just like there's no boundaries. It's like. Oh, yeah. yeah it reminds sure. me of that movie where something's got to give, where Diane Keaton finds out that Jack Nicholson's character is the owner of a rap company. And he's like, some people think rap is art. And she's like, right. But how many words can you rhyme with bitch? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I ain't impressed with you. She calls him on it. Yeah, she ain't impressed with him. That don't impress me much. Now you talk about good music. Yes. Shanna Twain. Shanna Twain. Shania. I loved her look with like that really pronounced like bump it. Yeah. And then she She wore like the bump it. And she would wear like the blue jean vest uh, with no shirt under it, just like sleeveless. You know what I'm talking about? Any man of mine. Yeah. I loved that one. Uh, Her best song, though, to me is Looks Like We Made It. That one I really love. Is it from this moment on, though? That was like the wedding oh song God. of the yes. 90s. and I listen, I have done it. And I bet you have. This moment, <laughs> I have been blessed. Oh, yeah. I search only. That's one of those songs that you like. It comes on the radio and you're in your car and you just feel like you were singing like right with her. Yeah. And if your windows are down on songs like that, you roll them up. Yes. So you can really. knows that you really want this. Yes. Yes. From this moment on, uh, I give my <laughs> This was always a hard part, man. Again, <laughs> it was so high. I just swear. Did you do that part when you did weddings? <laughs> that I love. <laughs> I kind of hope you did. If you sang that at a wedding and you were like. I just swear. I sang it too many weddings. Back in the 80s, it was like, We'll build a house for the faith, and together we can wait. <laughs> when the strong winds blow, it won't fall down. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> right. and, uh, or Stephen Curtis Chapman, I will be here until I'm not here anymore. We'll rewrite all those wedding songs. I will be here until I divorce you later. <laughs> Just give it two more decades and you find your ass on the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From this moment on. <laughs> Until you're in that apartment, living paycheck to paycheck again. Uh, well, that was when fun. the strong winds blow, it won't fall down. What about the <laughs> up winds blow? It will come a tumbling, tumbling down. 
and you, we will get our attorneys and they will talk to each other. <laughs> come tumbling down in the walls. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, you better leave every bit of that in. Every what? bit of it. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. I think we've made it very clear that we are not afraid. <laughs> this is the last one. This is the last one. You can put it in. That's what she said. Yes. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> we should let everybody know we're all glammed up. Because this is our last episode, so we got dressed up. I mean, this episode is called The Last One. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're calling this one Divorce, <laughs> our, our finale episode. I will be here when you feel like being quiet, when you need to speak your mind. I will listen and I will be here. Till I when, hate your stinking guts and can't look you in the eye and stop talking to you. <laughs> and then we can move that and transition to Gone by Justin Timberlake. Gone! You know that song? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to have oh, a remix. Gone, gone, gone. She's been gone so long. She's been <laughs> gone, gone, gone so long. <laughs> this will be a remix. It's called The Divorce this Remix. Episode. Listen. This is the finale, you people. We get to say whatever we want. Oh, I have to tell you what happened. And I would like to speak to the boy sitting next to me on the plane on my ride home from Fort Myers. I cannot wait. Two days ago. First of all, I need to know, pre-boarding, did you see the guy? Did you have an... Okay, so it wasn't like that. I'm going to end up with that guy because that's what happens. No. A woman covered head to toe in a blanket and slippers. I was like, she's going to be right beside me. Oh, and she was from one of our earlier episodes. Yeah, but you cut it. No, this guy, like I came on and we're seven seats back. So not far. And I'm 7B. Chris is 7E. So I'm like, nobody's going to switch with us because we're both in middle seats. So we're like, it's fine. And I don't even get all the way back there. And he's like, bro, bro, trying to fist pump me. Right. And I'm like, Uh, did you do it back? I mean, I fist pumped. What am I going to do? I'm not going to start off on that kind of note. So, of course, I like, "Mm," but reluctantly to let him know that I'm not really here for this. (laughs) And I sit down and he's like, where are you from? And I said, Cincinnati He's like, yeah, yeah, me too. And I was like, okay. And he goes, but I'm moving down here to Fort Myers, which we were in Fort Myers to see Chris's mom for a couple Mm -hmm. days for Christmas. And I said, oh, really? And he goes, yeah, man, Cincinnati. And I was like, oh, so it's going to be like that. Okay. (laughs) And that's when I got a whiff. It just smelled like a brewery, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, and this dude would not shut up. (laughs) He was talking to the guy next to me who he referred to as Chad, said, Chad, what's up? Chad is trying to get some sleep already. Chad, Chad. And Chad's like this older dude, like knuckles him too. And we're both just like, you're basically prisoners. You know what I mean? It's a hostage situation. And you look at Chris and he's like, Chris is over there talking to some dentist. They're of having course. A great, a great time. Yeah. You know, I'm like, of course. So anyway, this guy orders a drink and the lady's like gets him one. And I'm looking at her like, are you freaking insane? This mm-hmm. dude is drunk as a skunk. Mm-hmm. Then five minutes later, after he guzzles that one, he comes back and she wises up and she's like, we're not serving any alcohol right now. And he's like, this is bullshit, man. This is bullshit. I get out my computer because I'm like, I just need to pretend 
you mm-hmm. know, that Pretty I'm busy. getting lost in something. So I had to edit one of our teasers. Well, he sees that and he's like, what is this? And I said, it's a podcast. And he was like, oh, dude, I love podcasts. Like, what's it called? I said, fire away. And he's like, yeah, you guys should really think about calling it light it up. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, because it's like, it's just like light it up is like more syllables. Yeah. Yeah. Light it up. One, two, three. Yeah. But I mean, you could stick with fire away. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, God. Anyway, he asked for drinks. He was like, I'll have a double Tito's. And she's like, I told you no more to drink. But he was so loud. So wh- another guy comes back from the bathroom. This is in the middle of the flight. Some guy's walking down the aisle. He's like, bro. <laughs> Oh, bro, bro. Got his fist up for a fist pump. The guy literally does not look at him, walks straight past him. And he's like, yeah, man. Yeah. Then he needs to go to the bathroom. Of course, I get up, me and Chad, get, mm-hmm, <laughs> we get up and I just look at Chris. And by that time, everybody around us knows. So I don't care. And I was like, cat is wasted, like wasted. Everybody's like listening and looking. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, Chad, we got to endure the rest of this flight. And he goes, it's it's actually Brad. <laughs> Sorry, Brad. I thought it was Chad. He goes, yeah, I think he heard me wrong at the beginning. And, yeah. <laughs> I know. I think I thought it was just like that's his name for him because that's what they call like preppy white guys like Chad. Oh, uh, yeah. So I just thought he was calling him Chad and you were just playing along with him. He didn't ask like, what, what are you all talking about or like anything he didn't get interested no, in what you were doing. Nope. No, he just wanted to change the name. Yeah, that's it. Just minor, minor things. <laughs> that's what we could call this episode in honor of him. Light it yeah. up. Light it up. Light it up. That was and a we song. should let people know that we have a little special ending to this, but mm-hmm. only really for those people that are watching on YouTube. I mean you'll hear it right. in audio, but those watching on YouTube will get a different experience. They will. They will see people we have mentioned on our podcasts. A lot of my family, mostly yes. all that's all my family. My mom yeah. and dad, my sister, my brother. Who'd you get? I got Tanya, Chloe, Jesus. I How'd you get Chris- Jesus? Oh, They'll, they'll see. I got Chris's mother, Beth and Kent. Yeah. One yeah. of our number one YouTube followers. He Kent always Canada. likes it. Always comments. He's been awesome. And this leads us to sparkler of the whole series. So how do we do this? I think before we say the name of the sparkler, we have to like tell a little bit about her. Yeah. Why she's the sparkler. Yes. Okay. Do you want me to say the name or just lead up to it? We'll lead up to it. We got to build tension here. Yes. Okay. So I've only become text friends with several sparklers that I've met through you. Which has been so fun. But so fun. Tanya got me through the whole Johnny Johnny Depp episodes. I mean, oh my God. Anyway. Uh, this sparkler would text us after every episode notes of just like her comments, her thoughts, her feelings, note by note. Yes. It, it was never like a, missing. No. An episode In, every Friday afternoon or even sometimes Monday. Yes. A detailed list of yeah. how she thought or felt or agreed or disagreed. And who she agreed with. Yes. Which was which was usually you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I still love her. Uh, 
But yeah, that was uh, over and beyond what a sparkler has done. Yeah, lots of zeal and passion for all of this and felt like somebody who was actually interested and trying to help. Right, not in a fangirl way, like just say like, here's what you need to know. Yes. (laughs) Here's the information. Yes, Yes. it was very- Also told me when we talked about teeth, I was brushing too much because I said I brushed my teeth like four times. Mm-hmm. A day. Yeah. And she was like, that's too much. It's too much. And, she, and and backed it up with her dad was a dentist. So. Right. So with no further ado, I'll let you crown that Sparkler of the Year award. I'm going to have to add a drum roll in here. Ladies and gentlemen, sparklers far and wide from Noblesville to Fishers, Indiana. <laughs> the Sparkler of the Fireway series is... Drum roll, please. Julie Lang. Confetti, confetti. Thank you, Julie. You're the best. Yes, yes. And Julie's gift is a bottle of Vouv champagne. Vouv. One of her favorites. All right. Yeah, that's what she wins. Congratulations. Congratulations. And thank you, Julie. And thank all of our sparklers. Mm-hmm. We had some really good people behind yeah. this thing, didn't mm-hmm. we? We did. We did. Yes, we sure did. Okay. What else are we going to talk about on this? I mean, I feel like we really got to make a splash. No pressure. Say something funny. <laughs> Leslie, talk uh, about funny things. Have you Okay, here's something. I know it's me. I know other people are like me, but I don't know if you're like me. But like when you can hear people eat, do you have an issue with that? Uh, Only, I don't like the slapping of the mouth, but if I hear moaning while you're eating, like where you're like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm." yeah, yeah. That's when I'm like, and like stomachs, like stomach sounds, Uh, like a gurgle in your Yeah, I'm like, yeah, like, I don't like any sounds. Once I hear it, I can't unhear it anymore. I can't ignore it. And then I just like can't, like I have to leave. So I just wondered if there's anything like that for you where you just like, you can't. Is there any sounds? I think yeah. smells would be more oh my, gosh. my thing. Right. I stood on a platform one time and listen, we all get bad breath. I'm very well aware that I get bad breath too. Yeah. But it felt like there was a 10 foot radius of bad breath around him. Every time you could smell bad breath all over the whole platform. It's like a halitosis situation. Isn't that a thing? Halitosis. It's like a chronic bad breath. Yeah. 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 And is there nothing that can be done? Because sometimes people think that they have that, but it's not. It's Mm -hmm. they have like an abscess too. Yeah. That needs to be taken out or something like that, where it just smells rotten. (laughs) You know, but. I wonder what true halitosis is and if there's just nothing that you can do about it. Gosh, like, I don't know. It tends to smell like burnt rubber. Yeah, I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. It's coffee breath. I guess. In my whole life, I have never smelled my mom's breath smell, ever. Or her body. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. <laughs> and the funny thing is my oldest daughter has this. She can go for 12 days without showering. And if you sniff behind her ear, it smells like flowers. Oh, that's she just nice. always smells good. Yeah. And that's my mom. My mom's the same way. You wow. hug her and she just smells like fresh air and <laughs> summer breeze. 
God, that's not a bad thing to have. Dang. I know. Anyway, those are the important <laughs> things of life. It's really it's hitting it hard. <laughs> what about New Year's? Like New Year's resolutions. You want to go there? Like what are some like things you want to do in the new year? Okay. Yes. Let's talk about that. But first I want to tell you about something that I did this morning. Okay. You know, I like to get up earlier than Chris. Mm-hmm. Not all the time, but a lot of times, especially on the weekends, because mm-hmm. I'm just awake. So I talked to my friend, Laura per- Perry, this morning. We had a nice little conversation. And then we got off the phone and I look for old movies to watch that I've seen before mm-hmm. that I enjoyed. This morning's installment was Bridges of Madison County. <laughs> Your go-to like anxiety movies are the weirdest. <laughs> It was an anxiety movie. It was like, oh, I like this movie. Good writing, good direction, good acting. It was movie of the year. That came out in the 90s. It was an Oprah show thing. And my mom read it. That's Mm -hmm. what made it, I think, crazy popular. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Have you not? I haven't read it, but I've seen the movie. Have you seen Mm -hmm. the movie? I know what it's about. That's all. Yeah. it's, It's a tale of infidelity and love and passion. And it's kind of sad. Yeah. You know, sounds yeah. sounds so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying about your movie selections are always so weird. But there's a moment, Leslie, where he says this kind of certainty only comes once in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. People know the story. She's mm-hmm. out on a farm. She's from Italy. She's transplanted to Iowa, loves her family, loves her husband, but mm-hmm. has lost all of her dreams. And mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. sort of awakened some old Mm -hmm. things in her. Never does it resort to let's just run off and live our lives. Mm -hmm. And in the end, she doesn't. She Mm -hmm. stays home, stays with her family, and her kids are finding this after her death, this journal where she wrote everything in the Mm -hmm. journals, the story Mm -hmm. of their love affair. What's so sad about it is if she leaves with him, she abandons her family, and she'll never really be able to have the kind of love that they've experienced together because Mm -hmm. it will change if she leaves. But if she stays, she is sort of sacrificing a part of her life for her family Mm -hmm. forever. And it's funny because so many people would say, well, yeah, that's the right thing to do. But Mm -hmm. then she's leaving this story behind to her children, encouraging them and actually says at one point, whatever it takes to be happy, Mm -hmm. do that. So it's just like, it's one of the saddest movies in Mm -hmm. the whole wide world. But that thing, I related to it. And I don't care. I'm just going to say it because it's my podcast and we get to say whatever we want at the end, right? And and it's the last one. So we don't have to even rebuttal. You just put a period sign on that. So I'm about to get sappy in saying that with Chris, the thing that made me identify so much with that was him saying this kind of certainty only comes once in a lifetime. And I'm sitting there. Mm -hmm. Chris has now come in, had his little bed head and probably had his morning breath and his Mm -hmm. coffee, his happy old self sitting there in the chair, knowing the last movie on earth he would have chosen was Bridges of Madison County, but sitting his ass there with me and watching it. Mm -hmm. Patient as the day is long. And I thought, This is something I got right. Mm -hmm. If I don't get anything else right in the world, this is something that I got so right. Mm -hmm. Choosing him and loving him Mm -hmm. for the rest of my life. This I did well. That's all. I will be here when I feel like me and quiet. That was very, yes. 
I think, you know, there's this trap called like a uh, debate that says, do like, there used to be all these things like do whatever makes you happy, you know? But then like, there was this, always this thing like at what cost? Like, yeah. That is what everybody gets like held up on. You right. got to count the cost. You do right. count the cost, right? But like, do you know in your knower, like deep down in your knower, because the story could also go. Now they didn't run off together, mm -hmm. but the story could go. And I'm sure it has for many people like this person completes me. This is it. They leave their family. They leave their husband. Then they get out there with this person. And it's like, dum de dum. What do we do now? All of the bloom is off the rose and it's no better than what they had before. So mm -hmm. you have to know thyself and know what it is that you actually want in life. And I did, I believed for it. I feel like I won the lottery. If nothing else ever happens for me in my life with my career, this happened. Mm -hmm. Yay forever. Yeah. It's enough. That's enough yeah. for me. Yeah. You know how you can lose yourself and your kids and give your life away completely to your kids. I think women feel that way more than men. Mm -hmm. For sure. But we have a life too. Yeah. We get to have a life mm -hmm. too, yeah. you know, that is separate. And in that movie, she talks about that. She's just given up her whole life to the details of this new life that she has, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. has forgotten that she was even a person before mm -hmm. with hopes and dreams and cheerleading tryouts. <laughs> Are you like trying to talk to me about this? I agree. I think that there's like this put as a woman, as a mom, there's this tug of war that goes, okay, I've got a responsibility to raise children and then a responsibility to myself to live life to the full. Yeah. And, and I, I don't mean to make this sexist or anything, but I don't think men really struggle with that as much. You know, it's always like, how do you balance your career and home? Men never get that question. It's women. Well, how are you doing at all? How are you doing this? I think there is a lot more pressure mm -hmm. to try to have a career and be a mom or have an amazing relationship with your spouse and be a mom. And, yeah. you know, especially I think not to always bring it back to divorce, but like pre-divorce when you're just in your, your first family marriage and you have kids together, you get all this, like put your spouse before your children, go on dates, model that, all that. But then when you get divorced, it's like kids first, Yes, kids first, not your new spouse or not your dating life. Mm -hmm. I have That's, thoughts about that, which will remain I'm, within my heart. I'm not saying period. I'm just saying that's sort of the, the cloud that follows you. Yeah. Um, and so I think women tend to struggle with that balance more than men. And I don't mean that to be a sexist thing, but hey, we have no rebuttals on this. This is the finale. So right. if people don't like it. They can shove it where the sun don't shine. Mm -hmm. Fire away. Yeah. And I think too, like, yes, do what makes you happy, but also know yourself enough that you're not constantly chasing happy. Yeah. You know, because, oh, this gets hard. I'm going to quit. I'm going to go find something else that make me happy. And then I'm going to find something else to make me happy. And like, the point is like, as a whole, what makes your life happier? Not like, oh, it's just happier in this moment. Yeah, I do think that's true. And I think that kids don't really realize that you have a life outside of them. Naturally, they just are self-absorbed. That's not even in any negative way. We all are at that age. Most mm -hmm. of us are anyway. We think about our life. It's our life we're living. So you have to watch that line of, are they self-absorbed? Are they not? We're all thinking about ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's who we spend most of our time thinking about. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And kids, that's the only framework they have is their life. They can't conceive of a life really outside of theirs. Mm-hmm. And so they think you exist for them. So when all of a sudden something changes, like even in divorce, mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're like, you don't get to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm not okay with this because this is about me and you're disrupting my life. The perfect example is my kids don't want to leave Noblesville. They want to go graduate from Noblesville High School. They're adamant, but immediately after graduation, they're moving away. Yeah. It's like, so I'm supposed to stay here planted until you all grow up, then you all get the out of here. And yeah. then what, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. You know? Well, and Leslie, I don't think people realize sometimes until they're in their 30s, oh, this person has a life outside of me. And that's why when you say things like me thinking of just divorce in my family or people moving on, their lives changed or whatever, where I think they did the best that they could, Mm -hmm. they get a life Mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. They get to get themselves happy regardless of how it impacts me. I have to figure that out for me. But if this actually is something that makes them happy, they get to do that. For some people, that's like where family members are like, you can't move out of the country (laughs) or you can't move shit to another state Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. then I won't get blah, blah, blah. It's not about you. It's about them. It's about their life. Mm -hmm. And I think it's hard when it happens. I've got grandkids. If they move to California, Mm -hmm. well, I am going to have money set aside every year Mm -hmm. to make visits Mm -hmm. so that I can be a good papa. Yeah. But I don't get to expect anybody to do anything for me. They get to be happy. Yeah. I mean, like we see it all the time where like grandparents will end up becoming almost full-time caregivers of their grandkids, maybe because they can't say no or don't have boundaries or whatever, or maybe the person just feels like that's their next stage of their life purpose. But I think, you know, a lot of times kids grow up and you get empty nests and you're like, what now? I guess my life's over. Yeah. You know, I see that even working in senior living, they think moving into senior living, your life is over. So I'm just going to sit in my room and never come out. And it's like, no, we get to keep living. We get to keep having fun and reinventing and finding new things that we enjoy. And all of those, those things too. I've enjoyed being a mom. I enjoy that. But I also am looking forward to the next thing. I think people should get to live their lives on their terms. And the people around them need to figure out how to maneuver around that because it's not about them. It's about their life. Also, I do think that if we're making a big life change that does affect the lives of other people, we should Mm -hmm. give them grace about adapting to it. Like they're going to have They're going to have some issues with us up and moving a different state or divorcing or marrying somebody new or, you know, those are big life changes. And if it does affect them, they are allowed to have some reaction to it. It just doesn't need to affect us in the decision. Yes, What I'm talking specifically about there is people being so stuck that they can't move forward. Like I can't because this person It's like now, no, not that. Not that, not that. Mm-mm. It's that codependency stuff. You got to yeah. let people live in their own feelings and not yeah. make it about you. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And now we need to talk about the new year. We're moving into 2023. Mm-hmm. How do you approach a new year with the pressure to 
start over, do something new? How does that look for you? I never do because I feel like I can't fail if I do it that way. <laughs> so <laughs> To me, it's about failure. Okay. But I do want to start saving money and I want to get healthier, but I really am overwhelmed by that thought. So I just want to kind of keep that into my mind and try my best. I'm not going to hit like Jenny Craig or, yeah. you know, whatever. My dad used to work for Nutrisystem when I was a kid and I called it Nutra Simpson. Aww. <laughs> I, I started out last year with the water journey and I failed. I don't really make big New Year's resolutions either, mm-hmm. uh, but I usually do a word. You know, like I do one of those where everybody chooses a word, Mm -hmm. you know, peace or whatever. And I have some healing up to do. I don't know what word I'm going to give it, but I do have some healing up to do this year that's personal. Mm -hmm. It is something that I definitely plan on stepping into in the new year. Might require some therapy leaning into get it remember you're going to lean into healing we talked about it in a podcast and i said you got to really lean into it your memory man is it not good it's not it is for the stupid things like who had brown teeth in second grade i know but lean into it three episodes back you can't remember yeah see this is why julie lang is sparkler look at that julie lang we're getting a text from her right now I swear to God. Probably about the episode. Show me your background, your photo background. Look at us. Look at your hair. Chris looks mostly the same. You look mostly the same, except no hair. Weren't we cute? Yeah. We were cuties. Cutie. Speaking of Chris looking the same, I was just down at his mama's house. I know. He's cute. Look at his little haircut. I bet his mom cut his bangs. I asked her, I said, were you obsessed with him? She's like obsessed. Oh, I did not tell you. Okay. I can't tell all the details. I promised them I wouldn't talk about it. Chris's aunt came. (laughs) Yay. His mama's sister. Yes. Oh, my God. Aunt Kit Kat. That's what I'm going to call her. Mm -hmm. She came and we are sitting at a kitchen table swapping stories and telling things. And, you know, I can't help it. People just tell me things. You're one of those types. Yes, I am. There were stories flying around at that table that were six decades old. Six decades. Love it. Yeah. That other people at the table did not even know about. Yes. Like the two sisters, one was like, what? (laughs) Like, yes. And I was like, oh, you're kidding me. You guys talk all the time and did not know this about each other. (laughs) Yeah. This is what I bring to the family. Bringing out the hot gossip for the fam. Oh my God. We had so much fun. I mean, we literally Uh, sat for hours chit-chatting about stuff. And then I was like in the kitchen. I got to get a warm up for this next story. Let's just put a pin in this. It was awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) It was cool. I love that kind. Oh, it was wonderful. And we had some really good, meaningful moments too. Like, it's interesting to be able to hear people who are in those later stages of life kind of talk about regret Mm -hmm. and love and the things that you could tell that have been important to them and how they maneuver through the world. Chris is who he is because he has such a good mom. He had a really good dad, too. Mm -hmm. But his mom is a very special lady. Mm -hmm. We had a moment sitting in chairs where I was just talking about kids not always understanding 
importance of visiting. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Of mm -hmm. like, I remember it when mm -hmm. I was 23. I look back on me at 23 and remember me saying no to things that I absolutely should have said yes to. Sure. But to me, it didn't seem that important, but it was important and yeah. I missed it. Yeah. Now I'm on the other side of that thinking, you don't know how important something is mm -hmm. thinking of younger people. And she mm -hmm. was like, yeah, well, you got to remember that they have their lives and they're going through things. And I just always try to approach it from a place of understanding, you know, and I'm, she's just talking. I know. And, <laughs> like, and I'm sitting there thinking, this is why he is the way he is. Yeah. Whenever she's gone from this world, mm -hmm. those words, well done, good and faithful servant. Mm -hmm reserved for people like her sure she has done such a good job that boy it's like he is. he's yeah and good, and good as gold their yeah. whole family and i think they know <laughs> you know how lucky they are to have her yeah uh, they i think they yeah. do but it's next level with somebody who's coming in from the outside and seeing right. all of the benefits and experiencing mm -hmm. all the benefits yeah. firsthand yeah. of what living a life like that does and being that type of person does. God, mm -hmm. she's a, she's a rare. Yeah. She's a rare lady. Mm -hmm. And she listens to us like crazy. So she's going to listen to this one. Oh my gosh. What's her yeah. name? Carol. Hi, Carol. We want to be like she's you when we grow up. Oh, totally. There's old people you do not want to be like when you oh, grow up. And I know them, I assure you. <laughs> I always say my plan is to be like Nana when I grow up because Nana yeah. is just, you see her and she is just going to love on you mm -hmm. and treat you like a rock star. Yeah. And you are always going to leave her feeling better about yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Isn't that a good thing? Yeah. If you can be that person that when your kids leave you, yeah, they feel like lifted up. Yes. Like they come to visit you when they're grown and have their own kids. They come to visit you and they don't have a one worry about yes. coming to visit you. Yep. Because they know that there's going to be love there. I feel like that's a gift to be able to give people. 100%. Like we're just going to invite you in here. And for 48 hours or 72 hours or however long you're here. You're going to be loved, mm -hmm. taken yeah. care of, loved. I'm going to be interested in your life and what's mm. going on there. How can I help? Yeah. The secure attachment style. <laughs> That's is why that he's so, they, yeah, because we all, there's like the, there's the, you know, anxiety, anxious attachment. There's, you know, all these different ones, but secure is obviously the one you want. And I feel like Chris is the secure attachment. Very much so. He doesn't Very have to so. prove anything. Mm -mm. Good job, mom and dad. Oh, yeah. A very good job. Very yeah. good job. It sure did. Yeah. yeah. Who who pops in our heads to say goodbye to for this fire away episode? Well, my like, mom, me, my mom listens. Number one person every day, every Friday at midnight, <laughs> actually Thursday at 11 o'clock. I want to say a special thank you to Mamaw Tiny because... Yes. From the very beginning, from the pilot episode, when mm -hmm. I said, was she a mean mamaw or a good mamaw? And you said, good, funny. She was really <laughs> funny. And I think she has totally given that to you because you are a funny person. I mean, we got a lot to laugh about. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Did she give that to you, mamaw time? Oh, Talk yeah. How to laugh. This, I don't know if this will respect her or not, but it always cracks me up. Um, my mom, she was blind. 
And my mom took her to Walmart to get her prescriptions. And they were sitting right in front of them. Their people were coming and stopping, getting something and leaving. There were several at a time. And he, she said, Tammy, what, what is that right there? What's in that aisle? And my mom was like, tiny, that's condoms. <laughs> and my mom was like, <laughs> you could just say those things to her. And she would just laugh or, you know, say something funny. No. Wasn't going to throw her off. She was yeah. just going to play right along with you. Tell me more. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> who else do we want to thank? Rara on the makeup. Mm-hmm. Who would I be without my makeup tutorials? I want to thank all the girls I've loved before. All those girls from junior high, my first kisses. Yeah. Kiss and then a hug. The girl that I touched her booby and then put it away. <laughs> I think that's very important to say thank you. You know who you are. Hey, and Duran, he's going to be on the on the clip at the end. He made a video for us. He did? Yes. Yes. First boyfriends, first girlfriends. We definitely have to thank our loved ones for putting up with us while yes. we do this and tell them to be quiet all the time. <laughs> while we do it. Listening to these episodes over and over and over. Yes. Hearing the same old stories over and over. And for our faithful followers. It's been wonderful. Yes. Thank you. Aww. And who knows? We may like decide in a few months, hey, let's put out another episode just for fun. After school special. <laughs> My God. Like yes, an hour. Up, yes. Like the Going Pains reunion. Yes. But we're going to yes. call our reunions Light It Up because <laughs> it has more syllables. Right. <laughs> I think that's it. That's it. That's all we got. Yeah. That's it for us today. Forever. On Fire Away. We'll be back never. <laughs> More seriously funny conversations. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and watch us via video on our YouTube channel, which will always be there. And fire this podcast off to a few friends. I will start by saying fire away. Fire away. All of these people would also like to say to you. Far away. Far away. Fire away, friends. Going to miss you. Fire away. Fire away. Fire away. No, you fire away. 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 If you've made it this far with us, you're really a trooper. 38 episodes, we did it. You made it, everyone. Yes, you know, Leslie, we did this shit. Don't Fired tell our us. asses away. <laughs> I mean, and you have had 14 jobs since we started this. That is true, I absolutely have. All the sparklers have been with me through it all. We did it. I hope it recorded. I know. You're gonna be like, this did not record at all. <laughs> <laughs>